Right, where do you want to start? We'll start with the um, the latest of the big six games. Oh, and I say God. big six. Sky's big six, isn't it? Let's be honest. So, at the time of recording, Chelsea Man United has just finished. End to end, blister in action, uh, nil nil. I've just got a few other games <laughs> in front of me. So, United City this year was nil nil. United Chelsea nil nil, obviously. Uh, Liverpool United nil nil. Spurs Chelsea nil nil. Arsenal United nil nil. United Arsenal one nil by a penalty. And Spurs nil Chelsea one by a penalty. Now, just a snapshot of some of the big six games um, this season. It, it's, it's not been great, has it? To be honest, with all, all the hype and all the expectancy thrown at the, the bigger teams to come and produce and, and take points off each other, every one of them seems to have just shit out. I thought, we'll take a point and uh, we'll walk away and we'll just concentrate on absolutely swatting Sheffield United, Fulham and West Brom when we see them. <laughs> so it, it seems that way anyway. Um, I'm hoping you, as part of the big the big six, inverted commas, uh, can shed some light on it as to why it always seems to be such a drab, dry game. I, I think we, we said this a few weeks ago. It's too it's too big of a deal to lose it now. Mm. And you can see that from us today. We knew walking away, like I'll bring the table up now, and this is obviously the time of recording because yeah. uh, there's games going on throughout the week. But we're, we're fifth now, 44. Yeah. Four points ahead of Liverpool. They're obviously playing as we record. We're a point behind West Ham. So it was too big of a it was too big of a risk for us to lose our point than to gain two more. Despite the fact that they two more have been playing now and then they'd have gone level. Yeah. So at least now you've got a point buffer. Do you think that's what I think that's what and I'm not trying to drop it all on social toes, but obviously as a Chelsea fan, you're best place to, to put it. I, I'm assuming the point you're trying to make there is if you go gung ho and you lose that, then you can be caught as where now you've still got that little buffer and that's the most important thing at this point. That, that's that I think that's what they've all been throughout the season. We we've drawn nil nil with them twice. Mm. Um and like you're saying, a lot of them are very one 0 I think we'd have drawn with Tottenham if they hadn't given away that penalty. Like a lot of them are of ah, this is too big. This is too big of a risk to drop three points against our rivals. Mm. But if we can both drop, you know, two each, I mean, we both game one. Yeah, I'll take that. Like no grounds, but lost kind of attitude because you know we're six points off United, but we were yeah. six points off them at the start. Like nothing's changed in terms of we played United, nothing's changed. That's Whereas fair. the mentality a few years ago, I think, was. You go out and beat United today and you close that gap. Whereas the mentality over the last few years, like, we, you know, we've been saying Red Monday or it's Red Monday or it's Red Sunday or it's blah, blah, yeah. blah. It's, it's, you know, it's City v Chelsea, X, Y, Z. I think a lot of it is, yeah, we're not, no, just run this out. Run this out. We walk out of a point and then we're playing Liverpool. Oh, that'll be the game. Run it out for a draw. We're still ahead of them. But then we'll go beat Everton and then we'll beat Leeds. We'll beat West Brom. Like, if for us in just this exact situation, but I think a lot of the others are like that as well. We go, well, we'll keep the pace, maintain the distance as what it is, or the gap you are ahead of the team, and then beat everyone else around us and hope they falter around them. The way, like, Liverpool have faltered around West Brom, Fulham, Newcastle, Brighton, it doesn't matter if they draw with United, does it? It doesn't matter if they draw with City. To City and United in that sense. City yeah, and United can look at a draw, and I can't remember the results on the top of my head, but if they draw with Liverpool, they're like, yeah, Sam, we've got a point out of that. Do you think, and they drop the bollocks against them, so we're flying. Do you think this is a conscious decision or a conscious thought? I think it's too big a deal to lose to them. I, I, th- I th- You could see them being like, take a point today, we're happy. We're playing you know, West Brom in a few weeks. I can't imagine Tuchel's going to be in the dressing room going, a point will do today. 
But do you think he will? Do you think that conversation, not even not even the conversation, but the feeling is around the club when you do play a quote unquote big six team yeah. like a City, United, Leicester, Spurs, Arsenal. Yeah, I've seen there's there's a clip and this is from when Jose with with us the first time they did a a Chelsea did a documentary about it and there's a clip but I've seen the clip doing the rounds and and Jose's in the training ground in one of the offices and he's going through like you know the pre-match in the training ground he goes oh I don't want to put the pressure on you that you have to win but we cannot lose he's like "We, we can't lose but I don't want to put the pressure on you we have to win and that instills that mentality of Point, we'll point, point. point on the board, but don't don't lose. But I don't want to put the pressure on you have to win because that might result in the loss. Mm. And that was way back then. Do you know what I mean? And that was when big six games were like well, well, big six. When we'll actually, we had a big six. It wasn't even big six. It was a big four. We all went at each other and it was really Man United, Chelsea. Whoever won that game won the title. It's different now. You know, it's it's not a case of who wins that game, wins the title because there's so many. It's different now in respect. I think that nobody can fucking hold a candle to Man City. Um, this season, Man City have seen to have gone full flip on what Liverpool done last year and, and looking absolutely phenomenal um, and in their own sort of vein of form that nobody can touch. Obviously, what's been made this week of City and on a 20-game winning streak. Yeah, after beating... Who was it they beat? Was it West Ham. Just beat West, West Ham. Ham. Yeah, that was it. 20, um, games. 20 games won. That's, that's not a draw in there. You know what I mean? It's not like 20 yeah. games unbeaten where you can pick up five, six draws and mm. you piece it together. That's 20 wins on the bounce. Yeah, it's a joke. That's phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Um, so, yeah, City, West Ham. West Ham put up a, a very good fight, to be fair. Played some really good football, but I think it was quite telling that City's two goal scorers were Ruben Diaz and John Stones, the centre-halves. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't remember ever seeing a City team that that won a game because of goals that defenders have been scoring, apart from obviously the one that sticks out, company and the absolute rasper that yeah. he nailed in that top bin. But um, yeah, for both of them to grab goals was uh, a strange one. But look, a win's a win. You're going on that sort of mentality. Yeah, I mean, look, that's 20 wins in all competition as well. So you got to throw in like Europe and difficult, you know, like games in the FA Cup. And I say difficult in the sense of you have to go away and play a lower league team, and you've got to be switched on. Yeah, you know they they're sometimes more difficult. Um, yeah, they that for me, like you're saying, those the two centre backs grabbing the goals, it shows that it, it's when they win a game like that in that manner that I go, yeah, they're on a they are on this role. Whereas yeah. it's not like oh, Guerra popped up and got two again, and if Guerra gets injured, they might be in trouble. It's like Cancelo's doing the absolute business in terms of both ends of the pitch. Stones and Diaz are solid at the back foot. They're currently my two centre-backs of the year. And then, you know, they're popping up with the goals as well to win them games. Yeah, De Bruyne is back, but they haven't really missed him. You know, Gundogan's out, right, sound. He can fold back in. Now we've got De Bruyne back. Or oh, Ferran Torres will give you a game. Zinchenko, Walker. You know, Walker's one of the best right-backs in the Premier League. We don't talk about him anymore because of Cancelo. Yeah. Cancelo missing the well, I say missing the game, being rotated out of the game, along with um, Bernardo Silva with the two shocks for me, and yet they still go and put an absolute performance in. The the thing with them is now they're twelve points ahead of United. Yeah, you know because they've obviously just dropped two points against, and that's another thing. You know, when you come back to Man United should have been. We have to beat Chelsea today. We have to beat Chelsea today because to, Manchester City have just won twenty games in a row. We've got to win this and just hope that they falter. But it's mm-hmm. as if United went, yeah, it's top four and a point will do us because that keeps us six points ahead 
of uh, Chelsea are in fifth. Sound by us. You know, we're six points clear of uh, dropping out. That's how that seemed to me today. Not, yeah. They, they don't United, look like... United don't look like they want to catch City. It's like like they, 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 they know it's an insurmountable task, so they're like, we're not asked them. We'll so just be the best of the rest. We'll box That'll off top us. four and let's see how the Europa League goes. Yeah, it's not really a bad idea, though, is it? Um, no, it's, 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 it's no not, but... City. It's, it's disappointing. But I don't just put that on United. I don't, you know, because it's disappointing yeah. from Chelsea. It's disappointing from uh, Liverpool. It's disappointing from our Tottenham have dropped off. Mm. And we'll get on to them. But I just, it, 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 that is like, you know, tying it back to the, the big six thing. It is very much like, well, yeah, they've won that. So let's just solidify top four. Mm. You know, Leicester and West Ham are like on this mental high of like, oh my God, can we do it? Yeah. Chelsea are on this weird, like, well, we should be doing it, but we're kind of fucking it up. You know, like we've just dropped four points now. You know, we're on this great run now. We've dropped four points. And we've got some very difficult games coming up. Mm. Yourselves and, you know, around us. You, you, you've you playing tonight when this comes out, you know. Who are you playing? Is it again? Uh, we have got Southampton. So, you, I mean, tough game. But if you win that, you're a point behind us. With a, game in ha- with a game, yeah, with a game in hand and playing us in two weeks. Yeah. So a point doesn't do us a great deal. No, but, it doesn't. But it keeps you within such a distance of, it's, as you say, of United. But but back to to City, if they box this league off as quickly as possible, they can just turn their attentions to the Champions League. Yeah. And that's proved that they can rotate and still win. Yeah. Paul is not a joke of a centre-back. Nathan Ake will eventually come back to fitness mm. Walker can step in, Ferran Torres can step in, Jesus can step in, Aguero's back, De Bruyne's back. Step in. De Bruyne can literally step in. Step in. That's the, that's the madness, you know what I mean? So I think they'll want to box off this league as quickly as possible and then they'll go for Champions League. But on that point, I find it ridiculous that people are now coming out going, yeah, they uh, they should be winning the quadruple. Yeah, it's a bit of a weird flex, that, isn't it, really? I mean, they're a special team and, and they're on a special run. And you can see um, that their early season form wasn't the greatest way to be drawing games that they should have been winning. And, you know, people were looking after three, four games going, oh my God, look at this city fell away. And you're like, hang on. We were saying it on this show. Why is everyone kicking bins that they're like 10th? They've got four games in hand. Exactly. They win all the, I remember we were saying it for weeks. We were like, well, if they win all the games in hand, which they can, they'll go top. Yeah. And then they suddenly went top and everyone went, oh yeah, city. Oh yeah, they're looking like the old city. And I'm like, they they weren't they bad. Like anything else. They, they just didn't play the same amount of games as you guys did. They weren't <laughs> bad last bad. year. No. The problems they had last year were defensively, mm. and they have resolved that by not just purchasing Ruben Diaz, who was a very smart buy, but also John Stones's, you know, Stones, revelation this year. Yeah. And you've got Laporte. Like Laporte, it was if Laporte, it was a situation where you had if Laporte is injured, they're fucked, mm. and that's what happened last year. Well, now it's like Laporte's the backup. Mm. That's the complete 180 John Stones has done, and the purchase of Ruben Diaz has done. Yeah. Also, they've spread, you know, they've sorted things out and they've changed the way they played. They don't seem as reliant on De Bruyne and Aguero as it's demonstrated. Yeah, they're trying to share it out, aren't they? Um, trying to spread that responsibility. To take the load off them. They have, yeah. Gundogan's is a shining example. Bernardo Silva's another one. So it's odd when people were like, "Yeah, the fucking, the, you know, the well, this is the thing. They dropped a bollocks last year, apparently, which I thought was harsh." And Guard, 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 I think it's. Guardiola I, I don't think it's enough respect for Liverpool to be honest. Um, for what a monumental season they had. For people to look at City, and go, oh, you've dropped the bollock. Liverpool pissed it. Liverpool pissed it, regardless of what City were doing. Because City was still playing good football. Yeah, 
even City playing at their top, like if they'd have played at a much better standard, Liverpool were still ahead of them. But yeah, they're, they're, they're steamrolled this year, and I think they're going to try and box it off as quickly as possible. Mm. They won't, I don't think they'll take anything for granted in the league. They'll box it off as quick as possible. People yeah. like ourselves and United dropping points this weekend's done no one a favour but them. Yeah, well, since Liverpool they've got Bubbles on Tuesday, haven't they? Uh, eight yeah. o'clock, you have on BT. So it's a good test for them. But I still see you know what? a game, to be honest. Just, I, I just don't think it is. I really don't think it is. I think it'd be a good Wolves, test. I think Wolves, are, Wolves have been hit and miss, but on the day, I think Wolves play better against better opposition, to be honest. I think the bigger the challenge, the better Wolves look, because um, there's play, certain players there who like to step up against that. The likes of Ruben Neves, um, Pedro Neto, uh, Saiz, um, Adama Traore, yeah. who I personally don't no, rate that no. much, um, but they do seem to step up when bigger, when bigger runs are rolled in. I don't know whether that's because they're all playing for a move or whether they just like the challenge. I don't know. Uh, but they do seem to struggle with teams in and around them. But I think that'll be a good game. I still see City winning it comfortably, don't get me wrong, but I think it'll be a good game. I know what you mean. I think, it'll be a, I think it'll be a professional, clean... There'll be a rotation again. One of mm. Diaz and Stones will drop out. Laporte will come in. You'll probably see Cancelo come back in for Walker. Yeah. Box it off. And then they've got... Who have they got on the weekend? They've got Man United. Yeah, so that yeah, so they'll do a... Box this off. Get the big guns off. Aguero yeah. might not play. You know, he did sixty minutes. They go, all right, we'll bench you. Yeah. And then they be, if they beat United, save for the derby. If they if they which they you know they you almost say they should now, but mm. if they beat United and beat uh, Wolves and further that gap to fifteen points, yeah. then then you know depend on obviously the teams do around them like Leicester, but that's when they'll go into the second leg at Gladbach going right box this off see who we get and then we plan it out from there yeah I think and, that's and, right. they'll, and they'll plan the rest of the season out as long as they go through about who they get so if they draw you know a Bayern Munich they go right we're all big guns in mm. they draw no disrespect a lesser team like Chelsea then they'll be like <laughs> alright switch <laughs> that's self deprivation man Christ yeah. thought you'd have been over with that final no no no, no, no. Uh, yeah, just um, touching on Leicester they played Today as well, um, on the Sunday against Arsenal. Uh, Arsenal beat them 3-1. Um, the worrying sign for Leicester was Harvey Barnes. Um, mm. Went down off the ball and was stretched off in a leg in a leg brace. Early signs look like that could be a knee issue, um, which you, you know yourself from playing. If ever a player goes down off the ball and That's just like, ends up in a heap, it's usually because it's a serious issue. So hopefully he's not out for too long, but it's not looking great for the kid. Um, Leicester won that up at this point. Um, was yeah, it, it was one of the worst. Did you see the goal? Which one? The the uh, Yuri Tielman's goal. Yeah, the first goal. Oh, it's one of the worst defending I've ever seen. <laughs> it's Arsenal all over, isn't it, mate? It's... For, for, for those of you who haven't seen it, Tielman gets the ball around the halfway line, doesn't he? Yeah. And he just on the right hand side, and he just drives forward, just straight towards the goal. And all they do is back, and they back, they all seem back. to push to his left, and then yeah. he just has a dig far left corner and then all the Arsenal players throw their hands up in the air and you go oh today is going to be fucking interesting for them then yeah because he is it is astoundingly bad from them uh, it's poor and then it's they do a complete 180 and they're fantastic yeah. they go out and play some really good football they're offensive they get out Leicester they deny them space um, Nicholas Pepe best game I've seen him having an Arsenal shirt um, yeah well he got man of the match not just and, because and of his goal so. But um, he, he was brave. He was on the front foot all day. He was committed. He was running at people. He was direct. I say a lot on this show about people who are direct and brave. And I think it's a key attribute 
for any winger. You, you, you've played that position yourself yeah, yeah. Um, back home. You've got to be direct. You've got to be brave. You've got to be on the front foot. On the front foot. You've got to constantly ask questions of the fullback you're up against or the, the, the sensor if, you, if you're drifting in. Both on and off the ball, like you're saying. Yeah, you, you've yeah. got to be brave with it. And I've not seen enough of that out of him. But looking at him today, you look and you think, I'm still not saying he's, you know, that 60-odd million pound player that they signed. But, um, oh, sorry, 70-odd. 72. But drag that forward consistently in, yes. But yeah, if that yeah. performance becomes the norm or more often than not, then you can start to see why Arsenal have gone, gone out and paid that for him. But um, no, hats off to him today, mate. He was absolutely outstanding. Um, the other one as well. Yeah, the other one as well is William. Yeah, William. Great game. Yeah, he yeah, had a great game, game today. Yeah. But we all know Williams' problem. I mean, you know better than anybody. Um, it is consistency. Is he going to be the same next week? Probably not, because he will be going into next week's game thinking, "Well, I done all right last week, so I'll have this week off." Yeah, but still, pay. Well, he, he, well, that's the I know. Yeah, this is the this is the issue for Arsenal. So he, they thought he got two assists. He's only been given one, right? Yeah. So he's got four assists this season. Mm. Now that's three against Fulham on the opening day of the season. Yes. And one now. And one 25 games later. But the more concerning fact from that is he's now the joint highest assists for Arsenal in the Premier League with Emile Smith-Rowe, four. So Arsenal have only had four assists from one person and Willian's one of them who's only done that across two games. So that's that, that for me, sums up their struggles. Yeah, There's no creativity creating. there. Yeah, yeah. So, but... <laughs> do you know what I mean but like that's what Odegaard can be Emil Smith-Rowe's only just recently been given a run of games and he's banged four yeah. out already yeah yeah that's their underlying issue I mean I've just seen a stat about Chelsea you know if you want to talk about stats out of the 22 top goal scorers in the Premier League we're not in any of them we're not any of them yeah so the first 22 no Chelsea players so you can see like where we're still up there so we're sharing the load you bring it to Arsenal they need that, you know, Sabayos was apparently going to be it. I've never seen it. Now, Martinelli is always injured. They're hoping Odegaard can be, but will they buy him? Do you like that's yeah. They need that. Emil Smith-Rowe looks like it. Willian, you're stuck with. <laughs> that's their issue is like you go and you've, I mean, I don't know what other teams are, but only four assists in the Prem from a player like that. Yeah, a player of his caliber and his... And it's not like say, it's... It, it, at, look, let's be honest. At Chelsea, William always scored against Everton. That's one thing I always remember about him. Yeah, always top, scored yeah, or, yeah. or absolutely tore our fucking full-backs a new one. Yeah. It's always the same. And I always thought it was strange. We've spoke about it before it happened. I always thought it was strange. We're going to let him go. I thought it's a bit of a weird one. That because Hazard went, William took the number 10 shirt. And I thought, right, okay, well, that's William done. He'll just sign a contract. Uh, the extension that Chelsea go through that additional yeah. one year, it, that'll happen and that'll be there for about three years and then eventually he'll been off. Obviously, he dug his heels in and he got his move to Arsenal and I thought, strange one. Very, very strange one. But then he's gone to Arsenal and he's, as you've alluded to, he's got three assists on the opening day and then he's waited till 25, days, 25 games later to register his next assist. It's not consistent enough. He turns, up when he, 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 he turns up when he wants to turn up. And Arsenal don't need that. I mean, you look at Arsenal now this season. Win today against Leicester, which is a very good win at Leicester, by the way. Very, very good win. Mm. Oh, well, this is the thing. Just put them into 10th. Well, well, that's the issue. And they went above Tottenham. And then two minutes into the Tottenham game, which is straight after, they're back in 10th again. Back to 10th. <laughs> like... so, out of the 26 games they played, they've got 11 wins, four draws, 11 losses. They're not even scraping buying games. 
No, they're not draw. Well, that was our issue. You know, when we were like slipping out the top four, it was like, I'm not worried about the games we're losing because we're losing to Liverpool and City. I'm worried about we're drawing to Southampton, we're drawing to West Brom. You can address them. But like you're saying, they're not even scraping a draw. They're just losing. They're just losing or winning. So if you hold it in contrast to Chelsea, Chelsea of their 26 have won 12. So they've only won one more game than Arsenal all season. Yeah. But you've drawn eight. Yeah. And only lost six. And that's the difference. It's, It's about being resolute enough to say, well, we can't win today, but we'll make sure we don't lose. Arsenal don't have that about them. Arsenal are either we go and win today, or we fall spectacularly and get fuck all from the game. They well, need- I know they, I know like the Wolves game, the fucking the penalty didn't help, but that's an example that you're saying of it. Just they were one nil up, box cruise this half time, fly off next minute penalty, goalkeepers punching outside the box, we're two on down, screamers from thirty five yards, and you're like, how the fuck have we lost this game? Madness, isn't it? And, and that's like you're saying that is the. So chaos. tied into that, obviously the other side of that is Leicester have lost um, mm. and we're coming to that time of the season where Leicester usually fall away. Well, like they've done last it last year. year. Yeah, they've done it last year. They, they mm-hmm. fell away. Which um, we, I or I, put a lot down to the COVID break. Yeah. However, if they do it again... It becomes a mentality issue. The, um, it was on BT Sport and you had Robbie Savage and Jake Humphreys and they were saying if Leicester don't make top four it'll be down to their home form because their home form this season's been um, not great at all let me filter the table by home games Leicester are actually yeah seventh yeah they've won six lost six at home drawn one okay so to play 13 away one nine yeah so they've they, so they, yeah. so, so, so yeah. they'll they'll miss out on top four because of their home form. Is that fan-related? I don't know. It's going to play a part, but everyone's in that boat, so it's not like yeah, you're it's the, Yeah, it's the same for everyone, isn't it? It's one of them. I mean, we've been, Everton have been atrocious at home this year, as opposed to being away, so you can't even blame the atmosphere, or I think it's just, I think because the fans aren't there, there's no home advantage anymore, so it's a level playing field. So as where we would play, let's say, for example, Leeds at home, and you would have like, what, 4,000, 5,000 Leeds fans in the corner, and you'd have 35,000, 30,000 Evertonians. You'd lose that edge in terms of being able to propel yourself, but equally teams are coming, away teams are coming to grounds now with no fear because there's no home atmosphere. Do you know what I mean? So you, you gain. No, exactly. No, I agree. So it's, as you said before, it, it, it's the same for everyone. So they're going to have to move past that. That is a mentality issue. And, and if they, and I'm not saying they will, only 26 games played, but if they fall away from the top four again, um, obviously Harvey Barnes being out is going to hurt them. Um, Johnny Evans limped off in the game as well. When's James Madison back? Looks like possibly the Arsenal, uh, sorry, not the Arsenal game. The um... Madison looks like a small issue, but you just don't know, do you? Um, no. It, it's worrying for them. I mean, Vardy was out for a while. He's come back in. He hasn't really got up to speed yet. He, did, he didn't look um, fully look, fit today, I'll look, be honest. Once of a better descriptor, blunt. Uh, yeah. Like he didn't look sharp. But he didn't look, no, he didn't look sharp at all. Mate. He didn't look like anything was going to go his way today. So Leicester will keep an eye on, obviously. Uh, Quick tangent off the fan thing. Oh, go on. So, mm. Obviously, roadmap coming out of lockdown, you know, for yeah. those outside the UK, we've got a way out. Um, if you all fucking stay inside, we might be able to be free by June. So fucking stay inside. All right. Would you run that one? Fucking sick of these four walls. Anyway, um, fans <laughs> coming back to this. Down. Thanks for joining his TED Sorry. talk today. Fucking podcast <laughs> just fucking crashes. Um, talk of fans coming back 
towards the back end of the season. I think, is it like one or two game weeks, maybe? Final game week originally is what was scheduled. Right, so there's one game week left. Yeah. Is it morally right, take the finances out, is it morally right on that final day when we're all playing each other and it's all and there's potentially heaven away at City, by the way. So there's potentially a title, Europe, and relegations on the line that the home teams get that advantage out of nowhere on the last day. Say someone needs say say uh Fulham need three points to stay up and they're at home and suddenly it's like, yeah, there's a load of fans for you, and Newcastle are away, and it's like, no, you don't get anyone. Is that morally right to just go, is that little advantage for you on the last day? And they go, fucking hell, we haven't had these for months. What a what a lift on the final day. We'll go out and put a performance on them. Okay, you asking me? Yeah, I'm asking, is that morally the right thing to do? I will answer this as a football fan and then as an Evertonian, if that's okay. So as a football fan, I say, fuck it, bring them all back, not asked. I am not going to sit there and bemoan after spending a year missing the sport that I love. That, for example, City had allowed 10,000 fans in on the last day to watch them lift the trophy in front of fucking Everton. I'm not asked. As a football fan, I'm like, you know what? Go and have your day. Because if it was the other way around and it was me, I'd want to go. Yeah, exactly. As an Evertonian, kind of but sting that they're going to be allowed to let fans in to lift the trophy in front of you. You're like, brilliant. Only time we've had fans all fucking season and they get a trophy wave in our face. However, we were quite lucky because we were at CSU City. Well, it so might only be home fans again. Well, that, makes, that would make sense. Why would you say 10,000 are allowed in the stadium, but you're going to have to give 5% of that to the away fans? That's so, not fair, is it? So is that morally right if there's stuff to play for on the line you're suddenly going oh you've got an advantage just based on the luck of it for one game or do you I just say go, it's, it's not happening or do you say look it's 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 one week left it's not happening we're boxing it off and we go into pre-season and we'll set it so that pre-season because pre-season is likely to be in the country again yeah if it happens at all you know with the euros but then you can start looking at it we'll go i would the say I, I would say if i was the premier league i would just say tough shit City allowed, and I'm using that because I know that that's a final game. Yeah, City allowed fans in. Fucking get over it. Nobody's been to the match in over a year. I'll tell you, suck it up. I am. I wouldn't like to see anybody missing out. Maybe we've missed enough. So it's uh, Sunday, the 23rd of May. Let's look at some of the games. Arsenal are playing Brighton. We've got Villa. Full right. Fulham are playing Newcastle on the final day at Craven oh, Cottage. Be a so that's what. I'm, so there you go. So there's my fucking example of them being at different stadiums. Fulham Newcastle winner stays up. Next minute you just go, yeah, Fulham are allowed ten thousand in. But but that yeah but like I I'm just saying it morally because by the way it's gonna fucking happen because there's money on the line so there's not gonna be yeah. any moral fucking discussion. You hit the so nail is, on the fucking head. There, this but... is just me simply putting it out there as a question. It's not I gonna, get it. Look, it's, it's completely yeah, it's not, valid. not happen. It, it's completely valid, but I think you have to you have to look at it and say because of what we've gone through and this unprecedented global pandemic that has brought our sports with fucking knees and it's yeah. been taken away from the working man. To whom it belongs, yeah, suck it up. Because if it was Newcastle against Fulham and it was Newcastle at home, Newcastle fans would want to go in. Well, like, oh no, but, oh exactly. You can't you win with that. Yeah, no, you can't, can't win no. with that question. But it's it's an interesting one that it is it's one much. game week. Yeah, but yeah. they fucking won because there's and money. The so of that game could be yeah. that it hinges on that little swing. But I would say personally, tough shit. Leicester Spurs again. Is that the final game? Leicester Spurs again, yeah. I mean, that's not going to be, be a Champions for League football. <laughs> that could be a battle for top six. Oh, don't. Um, I did see a thing game. today that was like, Arsenal beat Leicester twice when Leicester won the league. So today's result means fuck all. I was like, there's the spirit. Wow. That person's on my level. 
Spurs beat Burnley 4-0, yeah. Um, wants to touch on this one. Take not away from Spurs. They were good. However, Burnley were that shite. They I took... firmly believe that I could have got a game today and probably scored. I, yeah, I get what you mean with don't take anything away from Spurs because they... they you can only they, beat what's in front of you. Well, they, they capitalised on everything Burnley had to... I mean, the fucking, the two Gareth Bale... I'm not just taking this away from Bale, but the two Bale goals were a joke. The first one was a defensive fucking nightmare, and it's something you very rarely see from Burnley. Ben B steps out two yards mm. as the cross is coming in, and he puts his hand up because that's what his step out yeah. two yards, put your hand up because you'll catch you'll catch someone. And he turned around to Tarkovsky and Loughton. I just stood there, stayed in. Yeah. So Bale was clearly on side touch. Pope can't go for it. The second goal was all technique for me. Outside of his left foot, gets it on his left. And he uses the uh, the defender in front of him as a screen, and he just put it to the side. Pope could do nothing for it. My but... issue with that one though is he's bombing down the right, and I'm like, where? I'm not even just the Burnley left back. Where is anyone? He's got fucking 15 yards everywhere around him, plus even probably more than 15. Well, no one fucking near. No one fucking no one went to him. No one, no one went to him. They done exactly what Arsenal done fucking for the Tillman's goal. They drop, 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 and then something happens, and they go, ah, I probably they... should have. But I know what you mean, but they didn't even have a, a, a... It's not even like the left-back was dropping. It was just space on an entire channel, and I'm like... Yeah, barely were fucking woeful today, mate. Um, I mean... Uh, fair place to, to space. They went and played what is potentially a difficult opponent who didn't really look up for it, and, you know, it's, at times you can be a little bit complacent when you're not really getting anything back from an opposition, but... I won't be going overboard with Spurs winning 4-0. I'd expect Spurs to win that game anyway, even if Burnley turned up. Well, yeah. But um, Burnley were poor. Yeah, like you say, Burnley are on the mark. Yeah. Still expects Burnley to win. What I'm, what I'm not having is this talk now. And granted, it's on social media, so it's it's all you know much of a muchness. It doesn't exist mm-hmm. unless we talk about it. So here we go. Gareth Bale, is he back? Should he start? Yeah, he fuck off. Bad, Stop. 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 Threw him in against an absolute dog shit team who don't give a shit, who have rolled over. And he's grabbed himself two goals. No, he's not and back. And before that, he's he's banging it against Wolfsburg and the... Um, Wolfsburg, Austrian, out, out, Austrian yeah. outfit in the Europa League. I mean, have a word. If he turns up next week, I mean, Spurs' next game, if we have a little look at the fixtures, Spurs have got um, Fulham on Thursday. Turns up against Fulham and bangs one or two, I think. Oh, okay, well, there's consistency there. But then they've got... Palace. Right, they've got Fulham, Palace... North London derby. Are you sure? Yeah. Fulham. Yes, it is. Sorry. Palace, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fulham Palace, yeah. North London derby. So get a run in you. Yeah. But we'll be playing. Well, Jose came out and said this is the fittest he's been since he's arrived. Yeah. Which you'd like to think so, because going through a course of the season, I expect you to get fitter. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, that that is more of what they signed. And I know it was Burnley and we've just knocked them, but in the sense of, the the uh, intelligence to grab the first one and then just the drive, the cut, and the strike. Yeah, it's it's any one assist for Kane. It's pure class, the goal, um, his second goal, his first goal. I say is just it's on a plate because of poor defending. He can't not score. But his second one was really good, using the player as a screen and getting in. But yeah, as you said, he was uncontested largely. But if he does it two, three, four weeks and he gets a couple of goals, maybe an assist or at least plays well, then great. But you watch Jose or bench him next. Well, we'll see. Um, we would be remiss not to mention um, Redknapp and Keane going at it, but not in the sense of that, in the sense of the debate of 
how many of their players actually get into any of the other quote unquote top okay. six teams. Let's do it. Let's get the lineup up from today. I swear we've done this, by the way. Oh, it was Arsenal. It was Arsenal we've done this with. It was Arsenal we've done it with. Arsenal, yeah, yeah. It was like one player. It was Aubameyang, if that. I said so, I know Martinelli. We're talking about getting into top teams, so we're going to have to use City, Liverpool and United at the moment as top teams. Although Liverpool are out of form, they're still a top side. Let's have it right. Does I'm throwing get... us in there as well, by the way. All right, and Le- by the way, and Leicester. Chelsea, we'll tell you what then. We'll do it a different way. City, United, Leicester, West Ham, Chelsea are top five at the moment. We'll take West Ham out because... Put Liverpool in, sorry, to the West Ham fans. Yeah, apologies. You're, you're overperforming and it's fantastic, but a few of the, a few more of the Spurs players would get in because, right, this just fucks... See, this is what I mean. This fucks up the whole <laughs> conversation because then you just say it. But this is what I mean. This is what I mean about the top six. It's bollocks now. It is bollocks. It is bollocks. Tell you what, we'll so do we have to City say... Then. We'll do it with City because they're top. All right, fine. All right. Would they make the squad? You don't have to make the team. Would they make the squad? Does right. Lloris push no. Edison? No. No. Regular. Well, well, he, well, he gets in the squad because he goes in as backup. But realistically, they're not going to be does, able to sign Lloris as a backup. Well, does he push Edison? If he was there, would he get past Edison? No. No. Regular. I think he'd be a good sign of a city, to be honest. I think he's a he's a yeah. minded left back. They could use him quite well. I would I would put Regulon in there over Zinchenko or Mendy, and that's no disrespect, but yeah. Alderweireld. Uh pff. how many centre backs am I allowed on the bench? Two. Yes. He's yeah. ahead of Nathan Ake. Currently. Sanchez. No. Aurier. <laughs> no. <laughs> Hoiberg. No. Son. Yes. Bale. No. Lucas Mara. No. Ndombele. No. Harry Kane. Yes. Okay. So then he goes to the bench from today. Joe Hart. No. I mean, literally. Literally, by the way, no. Matt Doherty. No. Ben Davis. No. Harry Winks. No. Eric Lamella. No. No. Eric Dyer. Eric Dyer. No. Musa Sissoko. No. Deli Ali. Nope. Carlos Vinicius. No. Oh, okay. It's not. It, we've seen when Kane got injured, even Son was like, what? Hmm? Where's my. Playoff. Where, what, what do we do now? Like, like that was where that is where the likes of Bale should be like, right, Son, you step up and be Kane, and I'll step up and be you. In that terms of level of we're gonna step, we're gonna rank this up now. The way Gundogan's gone in and go, I'll be De Bruyne. No one, no one until that happened when De Bruyne got injured. Went, yeah, but sound because Gundogan's gonna step up. Gundogan stepped up and started smashing in goals every five minutes, and everyone in football went, where the fuck has this come from? Like, no one saw that coming. But you could look at Bale and Son and go, right, you'll step up now. Yeah, but will and they? And they didn't. But no one sees, like, a step up for a Like, Kane goes down and it's like, oh, fucking hell. Now, I've always said sell Kane to reinvent. And we spoke about Tottenham a lot. We have. We've done Tottenham before. We're not it, doing Tottenham it, again. Don't get no, excited. So in terms of that thing, there was a lot of, like, tension of, you know, obviously Keane was like, nope. The majority so, don't get in anywhere. Keane's points, for anyone who hasn't seen it, Keane and Redknapp go at it on here. Uh, Redknapp's visibly shaking when he's when he's putting his points across. He, he does look a bit. I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be on YouTube with the title "Heated Debate," as they yeah. always do. Oh, clickety click click. Um, and Keane's point is, none of those players, whether they're internationals or not, are good enough to get into a City or a Liverpool team. And that's Keane's point. Um, Redknapp stands by the fact that well, they're internationals, so they're good. No. Keane then comes in with a, a bit of a 
a deflated point of, oh, if you can trap a ball, you play for your country now. If you don't play for your country, you're shite. Shouldn't be playing football. Mm. No, that's that's no. Calm yourself, mate. You're only represented Ireland. Have a word. England's B-side. Don't worry about it. They all know. Scotland's the seaside. That's how it is. Hoiberg, I think... Just like to... Um, no, I'm not in Oh, that. sorry, that's... yeah, allegedly. Um, Hoiberg, <laughs> I think, gets in most top teams, to be honest. I think since he's moved from Southampton, he's shown qualities that I didn't notice while he was Who, at Hoiberg? Hoiberg, for me. Yeah, yeah, he does a job. Um, he does the Bele. job he needs to do well. Yeah, and Don Bele has had a fantastic season, regardless of where Spurs are. Um, Kane will always score goals. Son will always score goals and get assists. Regulon is the only other one I would take. I mean, looking at it from an Everton fan's point of view, would they have Lloris over Pickford? No. Wow. That's a World Cup winner. I, I, I just wouldn't. I don't think you know he's I mean? that much better. Um, Regulon, would he get in over Dean? No. 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 Um, Vireld, would he get in at the moment over Keane? No. Sanchez, would he get in over Mina? Possibly, but probably not. Alderweireld would get in over Mina. Um, yeah, he probably would, but would he get in over Godfrey? I don't think so. Serge Aurier, would he get in? No, he wouldn't. No, he wouldn't even get in past you, By the way, you literally need a right back and you still not going to go Serge Aurier. I would still keep Coleman over Serge Aurier. I don't rate him. No. Hoiberg, would he get in our midfield over Alan? Potentially. Do you know what? Uh, he He'd would... Ho- get in well, Hoiberg... Well, the irony is uh, you have Alan instead of Hoiberg, but yeah. Hoiberg would be in your squad servicing well. Yeah. He would, yeah. Son, would he get in? Yes, he would, yeah. I think he'd... Yeah, Son and Kane all day getting out. But that's it. Cause I don't think the... Kane has that over Calvert Lewin often, by the way. Christ. Um, no, this is why you're not England manager. Yeah, but like the likes of you, like that that makes more sense. We talk about City, but the likes of you, and you, you know, you're one point ahead of them with a game in hand. Deli Alley, Lamella, Undombele. You, you as an Everton fan and like an Everton owner I, or whatever, you know, Marcel Brands, would it be looking at the Tottenham squad going, yeah, we'll pull for these? No, not a chance, though. There's there's only two you would go get. And they're probably, Kane and Son. And you're not going to be able to get them. That's no disrespect, but they're not going to make oh, the step. So so you, it's weird, so there's this weird situation where you look up at a top six team and go, well, we'd only have two of them and we, we couldn't afford them. So they're in irrelevance so, to us. It's like yeah. Arsenal as well. So they're not a top six team, then we can get them scrubbed off, surely. Same with Arsenal. Yeah, but that's the thing. Well, that's the chaos of today. Arsenal out the top. Because apparently, by the way, this was the hilarious thing because this was all over the internet. That's picked up traction since we brought it up, by the way. Just saying. Oh, scrap the top six. But for some reason, it was Arsenal out and Leicester in. And I was like, sorry, Tottenham just getting away with fucking murder yet again. And then Arsenal going to beat Leicester. And then Arsenal going to beat Leicester. That was it. I was like, couldn't have... Couldn't have sounded any better. That's well done. The only thing that would have been worse if Burnley to beat Tottenham because then you're like oh fucking Tottenham getting away with murder again just crawling into the top six yeah it's it's almost like this God-given right certain teams seem to have and it really irks me well the Um, problem is and we'll see how it finishes but this will be like the second year in a row that the top six this is probably going to be the second year in a row that top six aren't in the top six again Yeah. Bar like Leicester. So we need to stop using it as a terminology. Yeah, but we won't because it's 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 that thing. And we'll it's use a sales point. Yeah, but it works when we say it, because I know if I say top six now, everyone listening knows who I'm talking about. It's an easy way for me to be like, yeah, the top six are are struggling this year. But it's wrong. I get what you're saying. Mm. Because if it happens on a consistent basis where Leicester Leicester finish in the top six two years in a row and next year and solidify Champions League, at what point do we go out to the top seven? Because that gets stupid. And we've said this before, you can't go eight, nine, the top half of the table, 
if you look at it now, the top the top ten are. But this regulars. is my issue you, you, because regulars in terms of like although Villa have only been up for two seasons, the regulars in terms of their footballing stalwarts. But tenth is Arsenal, and you go yeah. Well, yeah. So Villa and you've got West Ham and you've got Everton. That's a solid. But Leeds are two points behind Arsenal. Yeah. And Wolves are one point behind Leeds. So you go, all right, well, we'll keep going. Oh, Crystal Palace are only one point behind. Southampton are only three. And then you get to Burnley on like 20. And then you the relegation battle. <laughs> you're like, so, hang on. You know, so what, the top 20, sorry, no, top uh, 18. Well, it's a, swing of, it's a swing of one result and Leeds go above Arsenal. And then we're going, right, so the top 11 have done really well this year. Because we have to include the lowest of the top six in whatever top it is. Yeah. So if Arsenal <laughs> go and finish 14th, all of a sudden we're talking about the top 14, just to cry them in. <laughs> just, it's a like, fucking joke, isn't it? It's, an it's absolute got a joke. It has a. It's got to go. Just I want to quick. Also, by the way, uh, Palace played Fulham today, and oh, move on with your life. Well, well go did... back and watch the highlights, people. You will be. Uh, you'll be very disappointed with those twenty seconds you spend. Oh fucking hell! There wasn't any highlights. Was there? I mean, I think they spent the majority of the time talking about line of duty on a. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> didn't they? Great shot. Did. Two minutes into the Sheffield United Liverpool game, I'll keep you updated. Well, as live as we can be, but yeah, I know what you're saying. Um, what else has happened this week? Obviously, Champions League. We're onto that. Yeah. Uh, so if we go back to Saturday's fixtures. Oh, West Brom Brighton. Oh no. Let's oh. get into it. Um, yeah, West Brom Brighton. What happened there, mate? Well, Brighton, fucking <laughs> relegate them off this one game. Yeah. Should we do the free kick first? Let's do the free kick. Let's let's go chronologically. Okay. Oh, so, so West first Brom. of all, great goal. West Brom, Carl goal, Bartley. Corner comes in, Bartley rises um, 11 minutes in. Connor Gallagher, Chelsea legend, um, puts it on a plate for him. Header, good header, and away we go. We're flying. And then pandemonium. Absolute fucking murder. So, for those of you who haven't seen it, just go check it out, because we're not going to be able to do it justice. But Brighton get a free kick on the edge of the box. Refs stepping back. This is what we see, first of all, isn't it? Whistle gets blown. Dunk dinks it. Mm. I mean, dinks it's underselling it. He whacks it. But then it's Sam Johnston, isn't it, the goalie? Yeah, Johnston's on the other post. He's on his post. Then then the whistle goes again before the ball crosses the line, and then it all just fucking erupts, doesn't it? Yeah. We're in chaos. It's Lee Mason, the referee. Yeah. He's he's the official in the middle. And apparently, if you listen to Dunk's... Yes, passionate rant after at the end of the game um, where he's quizzed about it. As you mean is 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 pre ban discussion? Yeah, because <laughs> it's pre fine chat. We know where um, this is going. Yeah, we do. Yeah, so they've asked the question. Like the, the report said to him, what, what, "What's happened there, Lewis? You know, from what we've seen, ref blew his whistle. You've had a shot. Ref blew his whistle again and ruled out the goal. Is that right?" And Lewis Dunk said, "You'll have to ask him. He should be here answering the questions because he's made he's made a he's made a mistake. I've asked him." Can I take it quickly? He's responded, yes. Blew his whistle. I've shot. He's then blew his whistle again and said, I'm not ready yet. So what officially, apparently, has happened, because I listened to Damon Gallagher talk about it, he said, yes, you can take it. Blew the whistle. Seeing that Sam Johnston was still organising his wall and decided that's not fair, blew the whistle again. again before the ball's crossed the line to say, no, you can't have the goal. But... In the moment, obviously, players have just flocked around them. Dunks giving them down the banks. You blew your whistle, you blew your whistle. All having a go with them. Mason's lost control of the game. He's lost control of the players himself, the situation. He's given the goal. He goes, all right, yeah, you're right, yeah. 
I'll give the goal. And then VAR, I've obviously spoken to him in his ear and said, I have to check this. You can't because you blew the whistle for the line, for the ball went over the line. Well, that I was the check, wasn't it? The check was, at check, what point yeah. did I blow the whistle? He's on his way over to the monitor. It comes up on the screen, no goal. Yeah. So he's like, what the fuck am I going to the monitor for? And you're going to just tell everyone what your decision is. He then goes over to the line, speaks to the line, he comes back over. If you watch the VT back, Allardyce is looking distraught. He's thinking, oh, it's a goal. Oh, for fuck's sake, it's a goal. And then it gets chalked off successfully anyway. So officially, in the rules, he's right. He's well within his rights to blow the whistle to start the game and blow the whistle to stop it at any point. He wishes, if he's not happy with how the game is being, being used, yeah. being ran. So effectively, he's done nothing wrong, but he should have known Johnson. Sam Johnston was already. That's the only issue. The only issue here is. So when he goes, can I take it quickly? Go, no, wait for the keeper. Keeper's ready. Blow the whistle. Now you can take it. It's not like the keeper standing in the middle of the goal, still shouting like uh, David Luiz scored a free kick against Mignolet for us once. Do you remember it? He just hit it and Mignolet's looking to the left, but he's standing in the goal. He's ready. The wall's there. It's all set up. He's just shouting at the bloody left back for some reason. Yeah. Like you say, Lee Mason's gone, yeah, yeah, take it. And then looked up and gone, ah, oh, fuck. Now, Luke's done this before against Liverpool. Well, this is the thing. And and the, the the issue with this is, or what, not the issue, but if it doesn't go in, we're not talking about anything. Because you're basically saying to Brian, you can have another go. Yes. If it hits the wall or it goes wide, you're going, oh, we weren't ready. We weren't ready. Sorry. Right. We're going back again. I think, to be completely honest, if he blows the whistle, starts the game, Lewis Dunk smashes it over the bar and puts it wide, and he's blown the whistle again. Lewis Dunk looks at him and goes, what's that for? And he goes, I'll ignore it. Or he doesn't blow it again because he knows it's gone wide. Or he doesn't blow it again because it's not he's, as bad. He's, he's blowing it because he's gone, that's fucking going in. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, he's panicked. You are right. Yeah. And that's... He's made the way, human error. And I'm not, I'm not going to sleep Lee Mason for that. Referees no. have a very, very difficult job. He's made the human error. But what should have happened is Lee Mason or the Referees Association should have come out with a statement and said, this is what's happened. This is why it's happened. It won't happen again. But then Lee Mason was supposed to be the fourth official for Liverpool Sheffield United today and has been taken off that game due to an injury, quote-unquote, that yeah. he sustained in that game. Um, it's obviously, they talk about the fire line, but just say that. But the th- Well, exactly. But the thing, the thing for me is I have no sympathy for Brighton because before that, we were saying about chronological, chronological order, before that, yes. they'd missed a pen. Yeah, yeah they did. Pascal yeah. Grobs rattled it into the crossbar. Smashed it. Then after that, Danny Welbeck rattles one into the post. Yeah, and, and then it's offside through, with the rebound. And well, it's it's because you can't take it again. Yes. Yeah. So I don't have any sympathy for Brian because I'm looking at that going. And by the way, that's just one two of a catalogue of missed chances well, that they had. If you if you look at the stats of the game, they had seventy percent possession, and we say possession doesn't win your games. It doesn't <laughs> clearly. But they had seventy percent of the ball. They had six shots on target, fifteen shots in total, seven hundred and thirty-eight touches, five hundred and fifty-three passes, nineteen clearances. They had four corners. They dominated the game. They've dominated the game, and but they haven't but scored for, a goal. But for weeks, we've been saying they don't have a goal scorer, and they've had this issue for years, and they haven't addressed it. They Never. brought in Danny Welbeck, and you go, okay, I can see what angle you're trying to play. Not really working. They've got Malpay. He's not going to drag you you know, up the table with the goals. They've got um, the Irish lad whose name has escaped me who got the Connolly. few goals against Tottenham. Yeah, Connolly who got the few goals against Tottenham that time. Mm, hit and miss. Well, Connolly come off yesterday for Welbeck. Yeah. And Welbeck went up front with Mopay and they looked better for it. Yes. But they still don't look 
what I would say, dangerous. They don't look like they're going to go and grab goals. They play a, a decent brand of football, but... This is the thing with them, isn't it? Like you're saying, they play good football, and we can all see the anything. issue. We can yeah, all see the issue. Adam Lallana's sitting on the bench there, fit. Adam Lallana should be playing. If you're looking for somebody who's going to create opportunities time after time, put them on a plate, Adam Lallana's your man, but he's got him I, on the bench. He, he's I, playing Alexis McAllister, who, yeah. who, by the way, I, I, I could have swore was a Scot. He's Argentinian. And his name is Alexis is Mach. He, is he really? His name is Alexis Mach Alistair, not McAllister. Ah. Uh, yeah, he's Argentinian. Right. Honestly, if you'd have told me he was Glaswegian, I'd have bought it. I'd have been like, yes, <laughs> Alexis, yeah. His, his mum and dad fancied it, that's all. Battling with John McGinn. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. But uh, they've got Trossard on the bench. Uh, sorry, on the pitch. You can create. Pascal Gross, you can create. Uh, they've got Basuma who works hard behind the ball and, and they, breaks things up and carries. I'm telling you now, if they had a poacher... They'd fly up that table because they have the balance. They have the balance of Eve Suma does the work in the the middle of the park. They've yeah. got the likes of Dunk at the back. Um, Tarek Lamptey's come in and changed that. The goalkeeper has improved as we've discussed, you know, I'm before sure, yeah, with yeah. Matt Ryan. They've got, like you said, Gross, Trossard, Lalana, Davy Proper on the bench. Davy Proper Lallana on the bench. Malpe will pop in with goals. Danny yeah, Welbeck would pop in with goals. The problem they've got is they need that one that goes, I get the goals and you working around me, not who's going to grab it this week. Yeah. That's Chelsea's glaring issue at the top of the table at the moment. We've not got, Werner's not hit the point where he's like, I'll get you 30, you all chip in with 10. You know, Liverpool's title run was Salah and Mane are getting 20, you all chip in. Yeah. Brighton don't have, and that was evident yesterday, they'll create everything under the sun, they don't do anything with it. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. I'm worried for them, to be honest with you, because you I know, am now. we're looking at the table and we, we, we've said all season that Sheffield United are gone. West Brom will probably go with them. Uh, I don't know where Fulham are getting points from, but Fulham seems to be climbing <laughs> I tell, you, I tell you what, you, you talk about that, I was just thinking about that with the strikers. They've gone out and bought Josh Madger. Well, sorry, no, Josh Madger's on loan, sorry. Yeah. Now he's got still two against you. Issue. He pops up with four more goals, uh, even four. Yeah. But that grabs them seven points. Yeah. And Brighton don't like that. Like, look, it's a, it's almost a thing that West Brom doesn't really do it. I mean, look, it obviously does. But West Brom doesn't really do anything for them in the sense that they're on 17. Fulham are on 23. You're still six points behind. Big three points for West Brom. But we're kind of saying they're gone. So it does. So, yeah, I'm looking at the Fulham on 23. Nothing. Newcastle are on 26. Brighton are on 26. Brighton's hope is that Newcastle continue their spiral downwards. Because yes. I can only see Fulham... Chipping away more points on the board. Fulham play better football out of those out of those three teams. Fulham play better football and seem to have a better identity. Newcastle just look cut adrift. They look lost. Newcastle. Absolutely devoid of any confidence. Or Mate, the day, the day uh, Wilson went down for like eight weeks, it was like public looking. So, West Brom nine points off Newcastle and Brighton. Are we saying that's done? I would say unless something mad happens, and it would wouldn't surprise me if Big Sam pulls out a fucking West Brom seventeenth. It really wouldn't. We really West Brom on Thursday. <laughs> just... Southampton on the Monday when this goes out, <laughs> and then we've got West Brom, Big Sam. Oh, so, we all know what's happening there, don't we? Oh, oh. mate, stop. you've got Liverpool the same night. Oh fucking hell! Might have to Thursday, do fucking terrible for us. Might have to do it or absolutely ecstatic, and we do fourteen episodes back to back, right the way through the night. Yeah, Sheffield United and West Brom are gone. I would say, if you look at it now, you're looking at Fulham, Newcastle, and Brighton. Uh, I think Burnley will pick... Who wants it more? Yeah. And Fulham look like that team that won it. 
they do. Scott Parker's got them playing some good football. Scott Parker, I believe, out of those three managers, is playing with the least amount of uh, pressure on him. Seems to be more relaxed in his role, able to swap one or two players out if needs be and still still get a game out of them. Um, I'd say Newcastle just look devoid of anything, um, to be honest. It's, it's such a shame for the club. Um, I'm Brighton at the moment with uh, Graham Potter. You know, we, we've alluded to it. You know, does he get away with murder? He might be about to take them down. The thing is, with the six, the, the bottom six, all of their priorities should just be stay in the league. Yeah. So it shouldn't be a case of stay in the league and that you're gone, which we know isn't football. But yeah, at the moment, I'm looking at Fulham, Newcastle, Brighton going, one of you's fucked. Yeah and, yeah. I, and I think it'll be Newcastle, you know, in the end. I think Newcastle will drop a bollock that much that, and Fulham will get the points on the board that that's how it'll flip. Okay, so you're putting your... I'm going to nail your colours to the mast here then, Jack. Let's, let's plant our flag. Okay, sounds sounds. Who are those three at the moment? Fulham, Newcastle, Brighton. Who do you think? In fact, fuck, we'll put Burnley, and they're only two points away from that. Fulham, Newcastle, Brighton, or Burnley. One's got to go. Who do you think it's going to be? Arsenal. Um, <laughs> just to make one of our right, episodes. Right, nail your colours to the last place. No, I'm surprised no, you haven't been fucking spurs in. I know. Fuck <laughs> it. Nah, fuck it. They're, they're going to win the Europa League. You can tell. Um, no, Newcastle. Newcastle. I think uh, are gone because. We talk about goal scorers. They've only got one goal scorer, and he's not coming back for a while. They could be. It could be to the point where by the time Callum Wilson's back, it's they're they're far. And I think it weirdly all hinges on how the likes of Josh Madger do at Fulham. Yeah, yeah, that's a fair point. I honestly think Newcastle, as soon as Wilson went, should have just threw Dwight Gale and said, "You're my man till he gets back." None of this Joe Linton, fucking Andy well, Campbell. Fuck I that. Mean, look- I'm talking about Fulham today, but they've drawn with Palace. It's not a bad result. It's not a great result. It's a mm, okay. It's it's not loss. It's not ground loss. Psychologically, psychologically, it's huge for them because they're away from home. Um, it's a game where you're looking at thinking we can't lose any more ground on them. It keeps them within ten points of Palace. Well, put put it this way: that Newcastle Fulham game that we were talking about earlier at the final day of the season that could be a loser goes that, down. That, that could be yeah, when it takes all. Literally, I'm I'm going to go with um, Brighton to slip away because I think Newcastle's squad is slightly better than Brighton's. Um, I would agree with you on that. I, I I would agree with you on that. I look at Brighton and they've got a style of football to them, like Fulham. Yeah. I don't look at Newcastle and go... I look at Newcastle and Crystal Palace at the moment in the same sort of vein. I go, I, I don't really see what, it, what, what we're... Going yeah, for here. Do you see what I mean? In the sense of, I agree with you. Like Alan Sam Maxime could play top six. He went off injured yesterday as well. Brilliant. Didn't know that. Great. Obviously, he's a football No, he's not. No, just no. But that's what I mean. You're like, he, he's a player that could do a bit for them while Callum yeah. Wilson's out. Oh, he's gone as well, is he? Great. He's, uh, he was injured yesterday. He came off um, damaged. Dubravka back in in the lineup. Um, what was their result again? Newcastle. Uh, they got beat, didn't they? Yes. No, they drew Wolves. And it oh, was sorry, they drew Wolves. Yeah. yeah. Neves sorry. with the the headed goal, and that was the thing again as well. Like you go, oh, you Wolves are a Wolves are a wounded animal, and you can take from them if you want it. Yeah, you can. Um, I honestly thought uh, the Bradford was a fault for the goal. By the way, mm. uh, he, he he does what Pickford does. He gets down to the header and he. He sort of, I'm going to show you because you can see on the camera, but nobody else can. He sort of flicks his hand at it to try and tip it up and the post. 
when all he should be doing is full palm, bang, and I'll just spin it and it go it goes wide. And if it stays in place, oh fucking what I'll deal with the second one. But don't try and lift it and pop it round the post because as he does that, he opens his palm, the ball just hits the top and goes in. It's weak. He's not he's not played a lot of football lately, so you know, we're giving benefits of the doubt. Yeah, but that's the thing with them. It's been Cardalo, Debravka, rotates. Rotate, 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 rotate. Yeah. Not it's big. the one thing with with you which I've been concerned about, but then you see the way Pickford formed in the derby and the way you've gone. Olsen's playing today. Yeah. Now it's Pickford. Yeah. Olsen's in for two. Oh, now Pickford's back and you go in. Did Olsen... And I sit there go thinking back going, did Olsen drop a clanger? No, he didn't write a case, but Pickford's back in. Okay, fine. And then Olsen's back in. You go in. Like, you know what I mean? You must... Is, is it keeping them both on their toes or... Carlo... I think Carlo doesn't explicitly trust either one of them. He came out this week and said he's going to continue to rotate his keepers. Um, for the is it a, to not get season. comfortable? Mentality. I think it's I think it's it's a message to Pickford that you're number one at the moment. However, I'm going to give him a chance to push you rather than it all being bravado. And I think he's saying to Olsen, because you're only on loan, there is a contract here for you to come in and potentially be number one. However, you need to earn it. You need to push past it, him. It, so it, it works. It's, yeah, home, makes sense. You know what I mean? I mean, look at the display out of Pickford in the derby. It obviously works because the kid was absolutely immense. Yeah. Everton Contrasting. Won by, in case anyone forgot. Did you win? Yeah, I don't know if I mentioned it enough on the last show. 45 minutes. Um, <laughs> uh, Leeds lost to Villa. They did, yeah. Uh, but it's all right. They attacked loads. <laughs> no. Um, I mean, Mark, early early goal from El Ghazi. And, um, loads of Leeds pressure there at 70% of the ball. It was the thing. It drifted. It drifted. The game shot sort of drifted. 701 touches, 517 passes. Dominate the game, but win. They're like a lower Chelsea. They dominate the game. Um, but don't do anything with it. Bamford, though, he scores goals. They're all right. Chelsea legend. Yeah, they did. The game just kind of drifted through. To be honest, like what once once it happened, and, and Villa Villa went got that early goal and went, yeah, fine with that. Yeah, we'll Rafinha be quite happy to see how this goes. Hmm? Rafinha was fantastic. He's great. One of the, he's he's been a great buy. Quality player. Yeah, I can't see him staying at Leeds for long. If I'm honest. Well, he's um, he's like uh, Sir Maxime at um, Newcastle. Yes, like a, he's someone that a big team will come in. Like some, it, I'm not saying lead down a big team for anyone comes at me, but a big air team will come in. Well, you as soon as soon as a team goes, we need an electric winger. Mm. He's on the shortlist. Those two are on the shortlist of yeah, because I I prefer it when they buy from within the Premier League because it seems to make the adaption quicker. We can mm-hmm. you know touch on that if you want, but yeah. They just Villa know what to do. Villa know what to do in the sense of just to let Very them have the ball. Very um, organized. Yeah, it was solid. The, exactly that, mate. Solid. They didn't ever look like they were conceding. The signing of Emiliano Martinez week oh on week looks like an absolute masterstroke. Twenty-four appearances now. He, he has been sensational. He's been a fucking revelation. Still only twenty-eight, by the way. Yeah. So. How many games did I just say he's played? Is it 24, 25? I do listen to you, but... Not all of that. 24 it's... games he's played. He's got 19 clean sheets. Jesus. So, goalkeeper of the year for me so far, ahead of Edison. Just Belter. just, just on the basis of... He's busy, yeah? His, his, yes, but his... Not that his story should influence it, but the fact that no one knew who he was until Leno got injured last year. No one had a clue. No yeah. one had a clue. And he'd been at Arsenal for a decade, and no one had a yeah. clue. Nobody and, knew how good he was. And, that, and this that, is the thing. But who at Arsenal is coaching the goalkeepers and never once thought this kid's fucking 
decent. Don't go out and buy Ben Leno. Give this one a little push. Quality, you know. So is that this what I mean, or is it just... Or is like it and fit? Or, you know, some... Well, I've said it before. Some players suit certain clubs, and that's just how it is. I mean, is, it seems to have found a home. Is, um, is, he, is he a player that a big team will go, we need, we're going to need a goalie soon? Arsenal. I, I, but, I think they would have to spend mega bucks to get him out of there now. But but do you think he's a he's a potential? Because let's be honest, keepers, apart from Donnarumma, whose contract runs out in the summer, keepers are few and far between currently in terms of so availability. Are, yeah. No, they are, yeah, definitely. Well, look, Emmy Martin has went to Villa, and I said at the time, I would rather for Everton. You would have, and, that, and it was on the table at one point. It was, and I stand by that now. Oh, if, God, yeah, yeah. If, if, if something came up in the summer whereby Villa were like, well, I'll tell you what, yeah, we'll talk about it. Swap. We'll take Pickford and money. I'd say yes, I'll see you later. Oh, mate, snap your hands off. And again, that's 100%. not a disrespect Pickford, but he is, his consistency, his consistency for them. I think he's had one or two clangers, but his consistency for them has been impressive. And that is, is a big part of why they are where they are. Yeah, it is. And it's you, a massive part of it. But then makes. you look at like Sheffield United and we're saying how much difference can a goalie make? Well, yeah. So in here, I think a huge yeah. difference. Yeah, three wins all season. So yeah, the proof it's, is in the uh, in you, the pub. Do you look at, do you look at uh, Dean Henderson, who's barely played this year? Mm. And do you think he's going to stay there next year? If this is if he's is he going to look at this and go, De Gea's form has dramatically improved? Yes, since he's been so, getting pushed. Because because last year it was well, he's going back and De Gea's fucked. Mm. He's gone back a day. He's gone. No, 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 no. Switch the fax machine off. I'm staying here. I'm fine. I'm flying. So does Dean Henderson then go? Yeah, not for me because I was flying. I was hot. I was you know hot property last year. Everyone's forgot I exist this year. He's fell off the radar because he's not playing minutes. And what was a shame for him is the fact that it's a Euros year. Well, because he was he was ahead of Pickford and Pope. He was. He was talked as nailed on England's number one. Look at the form of this kid. He's Man United, blah, blah, blah. And then the decision to go back and cause him quite fight for your place, I Which think from his can, point of view, was probably a little naive. De Gea, you can admire it, but yeah, I agree with you. You, you can admire it, but it's, it's completely naive. De Gea, is, De Gea is a quality goalkeeper. Yeah, he's got bits about him where he makes mistakes, but when you're playing at a top club, a Manchester United are a top club, and you're playing in the top competitions... You're gonna have the spotlight on you more than anyone. People nobody would, would nobody put him would in their notice. top five. Yeah, well, look at West Ham for example, right? West Ham have got Fabianski in goal. Fabianski plays exactly the same way De Gea does and makes the same mistakes, but also makes the same saves. No one's talking about it as much because not all the eyes are on West Ham. All the eyes are on Man United. Yeah, I get so that. Highlighted sense. Highlighted all the time. For me, Henderson made a mistake in going back, but it's easy to sit here now and say that. Um, but I, yeah. but I wouldn't have gone back anyway, and. and tried to oust David De Gea I would have waited for De Gea to say oh by the way this is my last year I'm off all the bids to come in to be accepted and then I'd have gone right well I'm going to go back and fight now I think I think I agree with what you're saying and like you say hindsight's a wonderful thing I think his stock has not dropped enough where he's kind of like forgotten about but this summer for me is you either need to be told you're going to get game time at United and it's push time or I want another loan slash I want to move out now would you take him yes and that's what I'm saying. Like he, I, I, and it's not just based on your opinion that that's now an okay move, but like I could see that as a move that is on the cards. Of Olsen goes back to Roma, Hendo's in on loan, or you buy him, whatever. And it's like right, Henderson and Pickford go at it. Mm-hmm. You know, you bring in Henderson on loan, and it's Pickford 
and it's two England goalkeepers battling it out to the point of where you go, right, Henderson's done enough here, we'll buy him or we'll send him back. Mm. But you can create that, like you say, that competitive environment again. Yeah, which is important. Where they'll go away on international duty together because he'll be back in the frame a bit more, you'd think. Yeah, with more minutes, X, yeah. Y, Z. Like, I think this summer's a big summer for someone like him. Mm. I, I would agree with that. I think he's got to be clever in his next move. And I think his next move, because the hair's there for another three seasons of the back of his contract. So I would say that Henderson wouldn't need a move anyway. The hair is not going to roll over and say, I have my shares. Not well, Barcelona seem fine with Stegen. Real oh. Madrid aren't going to get rid of Courtois. PSG oh. are probably going to end up with Donnarumma. Mm. Like, in all honesty, like yeah, I'd yeah, like yeah. to see him come to the Prem, but the ch- that, that looks like it's got that move written all over it. Or Donnarumma's going to end up at Juventus or whatever, and then Chesney moves somewhere else or whatever. Whatever. <laughs> if you get Donnarumma, right? But Uncle Carlo. Fucking that mate. Mate, I didn't think we'd get James Rodriguez. This is true, but Donnarumma to Everton is like Mbappe to Liverpool. Stop it. No, because this is actually... I actually actually heard a Liverpool fan as I was going for a walk today. Cycle pass going, any of these fans who think we're getting Mbappe need waking up. I was like, you know what you're talking about. Liverpool getting Mbappe. Drink. You want to come on the podcast? (laughs) (laughs) Social distancing. Um, Skype in. Now, yeah, big summer. I don't know what tangent that was. Didn't even have a bell. Best tangents, don't you? Tuesday, Leeds had beat Southampton 3 0 and they'd spanked them. Yeah. Crystal Palace had beaten Brighton. Didn't help Brighton at all. That was kind of like the pre the pre to this game where you go, well, yeah. you've lost to Crystal Palace. Okay, they're kind of mid table ish. You'll, well, you'll beat, beat West Brom. You'll be all beat right. West Brom. Yeah. Oh, no. oh, you didn't beat West Brom all of a sudden. No. Pressure's what? back on. When we'd been recording, yes. Was it when we were recording last week? West Ham were beating Spurs. Yes. City beating Arsenal. Can't remember what we'd touched on, but City beating Arsenal, which was like, again, it was just part of that run. Leicester beating Villa. You're like, oh, this, that's the result that will keep them on the top four. With Arsenal. Man United beat Newcastle. Season's upside down, man. Man United will tick through and happily take second or third. Man United have got Palace on Wednesday. So they'll win then, that. And then they've got City. And then they'll lose so. that. And that'll be, fa- that'll be their season. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll pick Man up three United. there. And Man United have a bit of a break. Who've they got? Then it's West Ham. But this is, and that's what I mean. They'll 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 beat Palace. They'll lose to City. And go, that's fine. And then West Ham will be. Well, we we as long as we beat these, they'll beat West second. Ham because Moyes can't beat the top team. Except for uh, who was it? He beat. Has he beaten us? Oh, you. Who do you? Yeah, we're not a top four team, mate. So crack on with yourself. You said a top team, not a top four team. No, no, that's what a top team. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't beat teams in the top Who four. Who did he beat recently? Tottenham. West. He's beating Tottenham. They beat Tottenham two one. Tottenham a big team. Well, well, I think you'll find that certain people believe they are. They are called the media and Tottenham fans. Eighth, mate. Have a word. Um, but I agree with you though. United will go forward, and United will uh, literally plod on and just beat the teams that are expected to beat and soak up second, and and they'll Which be happy. Fucking crazy because they were flying, and it was like fuck me if Ollie wins the league, we've all got some you know shit to deal with. Oh, all the humble pie. And then seven next minute pie. it was like drop seven points in the space of five minutes. Yeah, yeah we'll take top four. What are you on about? Stock all of a sudden, look, stock market looks great. All Neither of a thing. sudden, soon as as soon as people went, oh, you, you can win the league this year. They went no. Arses went. Arses went. 
That's what I mean. They dropped like seven points in three big games. characters in the side to take that on board, to, to carry that burden on their shoulders and say, right, we keep going. We keep going. They don't and have the enough ma- characters to do but that. The madness is I've seen Pogba do that in a dressing room with France where he went, we're winning this fucking World Cup, all right? There's no if, buts, or maybes. Yeah, but Pogba doesn't want to be at United, does he? Let's but this honest. is what I mean. I'm not saying it's just him and it's all down to him. I'm not Graham Soonest, but... <laughs> you know, do you know what I mean? But, like... Well, Spurs won 4-0 today, and you've got to ask yourself, what was Paul Pogba doing? Well, for Burnley, I know. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, Straight in on him. Every opportunity. They, they get fourth. Ollie's not going anywhere. No. We will go into the summer. They will try to sign someone all year, not sign that person, and then bring exactly. someone in on loan on the final day who will somehow pull a rabbit out of a hat and be yeah. a belter signing. And you're like, fuck off. Like getting a Gala in and him being a belter. What? Cavani and Tellers on deadline day, everyone going panic buys, flying. Like, they'll do that. The discussion will be, Ollie doesn't get past semi-finals. Doesn't matter if he gets top four. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't matter because that's what, doesn't that's what keeps the money rolling in. And at the moment, looking next season, if this pans out the way we are, Liverpool need to do a rebuild. And they not do, like a drastic yeah. rebuild in terms of like the squad. I mean, they need a... They need one or two out down. and they need four or five in. But then they need to sit down and do a hard reset in terms of that. that's happened. Mm-hmm. But all of you who won X, Y, and Z are still here. Mm. So forget that. We go again. City will continue. Chelsea are expected to continue, whoever the fuck's managing us. Leicester are, we don't know, are West Ham maintaining this? So then United again, are they going to catch up with City? It should be the mandate. Or are they just, yeah, we'll take top four again. Ollie, great job, mate. We, we both know. We both know. If you're offered Man United top four every year and a little cup run, they rip your arm off for it because it keeps the money coming in. And the However, little cup run, as pat, not as I don't want to be patronising, but you're right with the little cup run because that keeps the fans happy. And that's not to be patronising. No, no, no. But that, that's exactly their that's, that's the business model would want to work. They're not in. Uh, the Glazers aren't in it to go and win the Premier League and win the Champions League and show off the silverware. They're not our finances running. They need the money coming in. And the money is top four, top four, top four, top four. And that's that. And, and keep things as quiet. But keep things as quiet as possible. Yeah, don't... don't as soon as Mourinho started mouthing off, it was like, fucking, we don't need this. Yeah, we don't need this sort of uh, media coverage and this 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 rag knocking on the let's, door asking let, for quotes on this and quotes on that. Let's not, you know, kid ourselves that, like, we know Ollie was brought in short term, but they've probably looked at it and gone, fans like him, not loud, keeps things ticking over quite nicely. We don't have to be constantly worrying about, this is me, you know, thinking of what yeah. the ownership might be thinking of. We don't have to be worrying about what's happening at United every five minutes publicly yeah. that might affect our stock. Yeah, I know what you mean. He's fucking golden. He ain't going to say boo to a goose in he's regards an, to he's us. An easy, he's an easy hire for them. Leave it going. And Poch would have been the same as Mourinho eventually. Look how it happened to Spurs. Exactly. So yeah. it's tick, that, keep that ticking over. And while everyone else is going through these mad fluctuations, Arsenal, Tottenham, Chelsea, and Liverpool mainly, they're flying. If they don't get top four. That's mad. Yeah, this Based season. On yeah, how we all are. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, this season. Yeah, top six, though. You know. Yeah, big six. Uh, other games this week. Obviously, Everton Southampton on Monday uh, was the only game. Southampton have got a fair few injuries. Got Romeo out. Um, Walker Peters is out. Um, Walker can't play because he's cup tied. Um, they've got a, another couple of players out. Squad what players. What the fuck but... are you on about cup tied? Uh, sorry, cup tied. Sorry, 
Fucking, he's on loan, isn't he? So we can't play against. Oh him. shit! I thought you'd sold him, so I was thinking, what? Are no, you no, he's, he's on loan. Sorry, he's on loan. Yeah, no. uh, so we can't play against. So him. you're right, though. So, you're right. I thought you sold him. So yeah, they're gonna um, they're gonna have a depleted squad. So I'm going Southampton three <laughs> nil. Um, we've got Alan and DCL back, which is good news, obviously, because it changes mm. the way we play. Um, does Alan go straight into midfield? Yes. And you move Tom Davis forward and you tell Skilfy Sigerson to go sit on the bench and point over there and Andre Gomez to go pass the ball sideways over there, please. Thank you. Stay Tom Davies is is someone who's is, you know, earned the right to like yeah, get, get an absolute place. fucking dog's life off Evertonians. Yeah. And I've said it before. I'd, we've said, I'd, we've I'd said it since the start of this show, I feel like. I'd have the kid all day, mate, because he gives a shit. He will give you 100%. He's not going to turn up and play like any Esther because he's not that kind of player. But he'll give you 100%. That, but he'll give you 100% of what he's got. And people like that who run through a brick wall for you, regardless of what the mandate is, they'll do for me. So I think, being realistic, Everton go out and we beat, we beat Southampton. Yeah. Um, by two or three, I think we'll, we'll get a couple of goals. It'll be a good game. And then on the Tuesday, City are playing Wolves, which we've spoken about before. You think it'll be a rollover for City? Not in the sense of like a 5-0 battering, but it'll be a 2-0 box. Box that off, get the Solid. things up, drop yeah. the gears down. Because they did that against Arsenal, by the way. That was the fucking mad part about that Arsenal game. They took the Ster- Sterling, smallest guy on the pitch, gets the header. And then Arsenal like never went for it. And you could see City were like... Yeah, drop this into like you know second gear. Yeah, coast. It's, it's coast dangerous playing this. against City though in that sort of position because if Arsenal would have stepped out, City would have hurt them. Well, that's the thing. A lot I've seen like Arsenal fans and I've spoken to her on Twitter. They're like, make no fucking mistake. They'd have gone for us. Yeah, if they needed they to, up, yeah. they didn't need to. We didn't force them to, and they'll do that against Wolves. I feel like, yeah. and and for the rest of the season, they'll go. We got to two, bring it. Like West Ham challenged them. Yeah, they had to do the business. Whereas if teams go, fuck this, we're not getting spanked. Are they two 0 up? Goal yeah, difference is too important to us. Lock it up, and they'll go. Yep, second gear. We're playing glad. We're playing Bayern on Tuesday. We're playing glad back next week. Yeah, yeah. All lit out. That's manage why I think it. it'll be. Yeah, it's yeah. a clever way to play your football and to manage your season, especially with games every seventy-two hours or so. Do you know what I mean? So it, it makes perfect sense. Uh, Wednesday, you've got Burnley against Leicester. Um, Leicester, we think Madison won't be there. He may be, we're not sure. Uh, Vardy's still not 100%, so Barnes I wouldn't expect like it. Barnes looks like he's out for a while, mate. Obviously, we, once we hear, we'll touch on that. But if that's next week's episode, then so be it. It's an important um, game for Leicester to go, right? We No, we're getting top four. This is a massive game um, for both sides. Leicester need to keep that push on because if Leicester now lose again, and they've got players out. All of a sudden, that mentality, that fragility, comes into yeah. it again, and it's oh, we're going to fall out year. again. Exactly. Yeah. Are we going to fall away again? Is this our DNA now? Is this who we are? Are we perennial fluffers? What do the we me- do? The media all put it on Rogers, by the way. Of course they will. Of course. Barcelona. You like well, equally other side of the coin. Burnley needs to bounce back after that. I'm I'm going to say performance, but there wasn't one against Spurs. They need to separate themselves from the rest of the shake down there or they get sucked into it, mate. They are going to get dragged into it, yeah. And they've only got a small squad as it is, so there's not a lot they can change. Their only plus is that Fulham are playing Spurs, you're playing West Brom and Brighton are playing Leicester on the following Saturday. So, do you know, like, you kind of like, yeah. right, if we do lose to Leicester, we probably we still catch around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes perfect sense, actually, yeah. But yeah, I, I agree with what can, you're saying but... of... It's, Get the perform- but he said this, but you know, he's been very honest throughout it. Like he said, when he grabbed that point, they're the like, We were shite, you know, I'm paraphrasing, he didn't say that, but like, We were <laughs> shite, and I'll take it. 
Yeah, he said we, we didn't say anything. That, that game, he said, I'll take a point. We, we weren't mentally. He said mentally they were tired. He said physically my guys will run all day and they'll run themselves into the ground. He said, but mentally we switched off and we got a point and we deserved nothing, so I'll take it. Exactly. Which is fair. You know, you can't really argue with that. Um, same night, Sheffield United against Villa. I can only see Villa cakewalk. Um, just get in, get the job done and get out of town. Um, Sheffield United won't get anything out of that. And then Palace are playing Man United again. I just see Palace turning up and getting rolled. United will slip it in through the gears. Bruno will get a couple of pens. Um, maybe Rashford with a goal, but I think they're too strong for Palace. I think Palace are in that. Palace aren't going to go down. They're not going to get dragged into the shit. Palace are running the season out for a huge yeah, rebuild. And Hodgson will probably go at the end of the year, and then it's about nine players out of contract. So it's huge for Palace. I think it's sad for the fans sitting there, but from my point of view, sitting there as a football fan, I'm looking at that thinking, well, that makes sense. You're it's... not going to go down. Get your games under your belts. Find out who's who's worth giving that additional year to if or if, or if they're not moving them on and obviously just letting Roy slip out and thanks for everything. If if the new manager, this is you know obviously quite disrespectful, just presuming that he's gone. But all signs seem to point to it, considering they he do. runs they out do. and he's not. There's no discussions about a contract, whatever. No. And but he's it, already it, stated this would be his last job in football, so he's what seventy four now. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So so let's say he has gone. If there's if if you're a a manager looking in that potential manager and there's investment there, it's a really exciting project. Oh, it is. The team, good fan base. Yeah. In London, you yeah, could build yeah. someone with that. They've got some good players dotted around it. Eze, Zaha, you know, are you selling on? Are you keeping, yeah. build around them, use your mm-hmm. connections? It's it's a potentially a good one, but they've got to get it right. They've got to, yeah. Because ne- otherwise, the they'll get sucked the straight into it next year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Without a doubt, mate, I agree with that completely. For example. So, um, yeah, I'm thinking United yeah. are just saying up and they'll, they'll just win that one. So, for me, on that Wednesday, it'll be probably draw Burnley Leicester. Villa win. And United win. And yeah. um, then we go into Thursday. Fulham play Spurs. <sighs> That's a flip of the coin, you know. It just is. Because both of them are, if It's a flip of the coin. It really is. Because well, I, I want Fulham to win because it stops Spurs gaining ground on us. Um, I, want I, also, I, I want Fulham to stay up. I like I like Scott Parker. I like what Fulham is doing. I like Scott Parker. I like what he's doing at the club. I like the way he's going about his business. He's calling them out when they need it. He backs them when, when he can. He's playing good football. I look at Fulham and I think you should be doing what Crystal Palace are doing. You should be in the same mould as them of you, you, you're safe in the Prem, but what's your next move? And, and growing up, they were a, a Premier League staple, for mm. me at least. Yeah, no, I get that. Mate, You'll lose 3-0 to Big Sam's West <laughs> Big Sam, I'm telling you now, we'll shut up shop, you will play five at the back because you can't lose that game. And no. effect for us. We'll be like, yes, Sam, no problem. We'll play Any Hammers in the pockets. We'll play Hammers in the pockets and we'll beat them. We play Liverpool, couldn't call it. Couldn't call Massive it. Massive game. Couldn't call Being it. Completely said, race for top four. Um, I honestly don't know which way that's going to go. I obviously hope you win. Um, we'll we'll keep I cannot them. stand Liverpool, but I cannot stand Liverpool. Um, it is what it is. Get over it. We'll um, keep the majority of the ball. And... Werner Hattie, I'm going for it, but you'll lose 4-3. Oh, <laughs> honestly, honestly, like... I don't know what you know, that would. I know we haven't touched on the Champions League and I don't really want to too much. Um, we thought Atletico Madrid would be the big test. They're fucking pony. How bad of condition are La Liga in? I mean, we can touch on this at a later date, but fucking hell, they're bad. 
I expect us to beat them. Uh, it's got to the point now. I haven't got a bell, so I'll, I'll ring this. Hang on. Ready? Hang on. There we go. Uh, I was talking to my neighbour today, he's a Liverpool fan. He's a lot older than me. Um, he's seen things out. Which is seen. surprising because they know how old you are. Wow. Um, but he, he's quite honest and open. And he was talking about um, Wijnaldum potentially leaving Liverpool and going to Barcelona. And he was like, he was perplexed. He was like, why, why would anybody leave Liverpool now? Why would anybody leave the Premier League now to go to La Liga? And he said, La Liga's dead. And I said, well, what do you mean? I asked him to elaborate on his points. I agree with him, but I asked him to elaborate on his points. And I said, well, what do you mean? He said, Barcelona are a spent force. He said, you take Messi out of that team. He said, there's nothing. Which is happening. That's not even like a hypothetical. (laughs) He said, look at Real Madrid. He said, they need eight or nine players to revamp their squad. He said, the best players for both teams are leaving or hanging up the boots or looking elsewhere. He said, nobody's in a rush to get over there. He said, you look at Atletico Madrid have been amazing this season, according to La Liga. He said, and all they go on about is, oh, is this Atletico's year to to capitalise on Barcelona? He said, they haven't been playing well. But that's said, all they're doing, the isn't it? The league away from the top four is dog shit. But El Chase, Ibars, style football. Exactly. Like you're saying, though, they're capitalising on their poor form. But as it turns out, that's all they're doing. They were atrocious. Like, it went from our first big test to if we don't go through, I've got serious questions. That's how that's flipped in one game. I remember watching it going, what? But we didn't batter them. You know, Giroud scores a bicycle. Giroud was incredible that day, but yeah, that's a dangerous play, by the way. That's that, that should be He's offside by a mile, and he's not because it comes off them. But that's how undangerous he is. There's no one near him. But he, I, they were poor, and we still didn't spank them. And then we've come out today with, we'll keep all the ball, we'll take a nil-nil, and we'll move on. That's why I'm looking at this Liverpool game, going, we will probably draw that game. Uh, Burnley, Arsenal, because we're probably going to record Sunday again. Probably, mate, yeah, After yeah. the derby? Yeah, yeah. Right, so, sense, it? yeah. Burnley are playing Arsenal. Sheffield United are playing Southampton. Villa are playing Wolves. Big games. Leicester, Brighton, like we've touched on. West Brom, Newcastle. Huge game. Newcastle have to win that. If West Brom beat Newcastle, interesting. Even if they draw, fucking does Just imagine happen. Fulham beat Spurs midweek, <laughs> right? And then West, and Brom, then West Brom beat Newcastle on the Sunday. Ah. Right? <laughs> and bear in mind, Fulham have then got a huge break until the 13th of March where they can rest. Then they've got City. So West Brom need to be, need to be beating Newcastle. West Brom need to be. No, yeah, well, Newcastle need to be beating West Brom as well. Newcastle have got away. Villa in between, Ugh. which is another tough one. So the permutations are changing My... every three, four days. On and and I, I agree with you. When we come back to it, for me, is because they were cut adrift Fulham, West Brom and Sheffield United. But because Brighton and Newcastle mainly have decided to get involved and Fulham have picked up form, that's the problem. Because you would look at Brighton and Newcastle earlier on and go, you're dropping, but it's fine because there's three teams worse than you. There's now not three teams worse than you. There's only two and three go down. I've just got up there Newcastle's remaining games. Yeah. Okay. So they're running, if you will. Um, Mm. West Brom, Villa, Brighton, then Spurs, Burnley, West Ham, Liverpool, Arsenal, Leicester, Man City. So they've got to go. I'll be honest, I don't see them beating West Ham or Liverpool or Arsenal or Leicester or Man City. So there's what, one, two, three, four, five games back to back there through back end of April. And aren't they so all they're around them? They're all around them, yeah. And then they've got Sheffield United and Fulham as the last two games. They may have to accept five losses on the bounce 
and put every, all their eggs in that beating Sheffield United and full If if that happens and they survive on those last two games and they finish seventeenth, they'll be ecstatic. Of course they will, yeah. All they have they to do is survive. Fulham's run of games is Spurs, Liverpool, City, Leeds, Villa, Wolves, Arsenal, Chelsea. Then they get a Burnley in May, Southampton. Then it's Man United before the Newcastle game. Theirs is worse. Theirs is worse. That is a hard That's worse. Match. Fulham might go... You could say Fulham might go down because they've brought their shit together too late. Yeah. Which comes back to how you handled the summer transfer window. I'm gonna have a little. I'm gonna have a little look at Brighton because they're on the same points as Newcastle. I think yeah. it's only Their run is Leicester, Southampton, Newcastle, big game, twentieth of March. Then they've got United, Everton, Chelsea. Then they get Sheffield United, Leeds, Wolves, West Ham, Man City, Arsenal. Last three games are West Ham, Man City, Arsenal. That could relegate them. They'll have to get. Runs, it could eh? get to the point where, if you look at that right, depending on how things are panned out, and you can't predict anything with the season, but Brighton might have already got all the points on the board they can before their last three games. Whereas yeah. Newcastle could have their fate in their own hands in the last two games, being Fulham and Sheffield United. Same with Fulham. Brighton could be looking at the others going, "We just needed to swing our way." You fucking don't know. But the, the, the problem with me is that Brighton and Newcastle have introduced themselves into the conversation. At this yeah. stage, yeah, it's dangerous, isn't it, to fall into point. it now? Um, yeah, it, it's it's a madness. At it, the uh, the time of recording, by the way, Sheffield United half time with Liverpool is nil nil. Liverpool have had sixty four percent of the ball. They had five shots on target. Um, Sheffield United had thirty six percent of the ball. Had two shots on target, but had three blocked. Here's um, the thing, right? Here's the it. thing. They beat West Ham. This is Liverpool. Lost to Brighton. Lost yeah. to City. Lost to Leicester, lost to yourselves. They could not win today, and I would still expect us to round out to a stunning nil-nil draw with them. Well, top six teams. This is what you do, you gang of shit houses. I'm not entertained. All no, right? it's not entertaining, and it's not about entertaining football. I'm not. I I am awaiting that result where I go. If we'd have gone out and beat these today two 0 I'd have gone. There We've it is. arrived. Yeah, there it is. All right, I can see. I can see kind of what we're doing. You're being hard to beat. What the one thing we're being dogged, we're too dogged. Short is he's refusing to concede goals. We've conceded two. He's won eight, drawn one, I think now. Two goals conceded. One of them's an own goal. One of them's a Liverpool legend in Minamino. The um the I can see what we're trying. Um some of the choices are questionable. Like we start Hudson Odoi at wing back today. Reese James comes on at half time. We're better. Yeah, and I could have told you that. ZH was poor, but then again, a lot of the foreign exports have been poor, and I think this will be a conversation for the end of the season. A lot of them have come in and gone, fucking hell, the Prem's When we hard. do our signings of the season and our flops of the season, and yeah. I just roll out Chelsea's Chelsea plans and go, right, which one are we picking? Not all of them? No. But um, I don't know, we'll see. I mean, I'm looking at that going three wins, two draws, and I'm just not impressed. <laughs> it's ridiculous. You're such a fucking princess, it's unreal. Unreal. Unless it's, like Unless it's like cities, I'm not interested. Although I will tell you one thing. Thank you, West Ham, for scoring against Man City. Because that means Chelsea's record is still intact. 15 goals conceded in a Premier League season, still the record. You're right. Oh, yeah. Records are ours. Greatest Premier League team ever? Obviously ours. Only conceded 15 goals. Uh, no. no, it's Moving Arsenal. on! It's Arsenal. And then it's... Oh, we draw... 
We drew nine games. We're unbeaten. Yeah. They were unbeaten all season, mate. Yeah, you drew 87 games all season. Ah, you scraped on. out. Come on. One come one. on. Take that Chelsea hat hey, off. Come on. Scraped they were unbeaten draws. all season. Come I mean, on. <clears throat> I need the draw. I don't care. Arsenal, Hang on, hang on. Arsenal Invincibles, Chelsea 04 slash 05. Don't do me in, guys. Come on, 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 come on. Oh, he loves a fucking Don't do me in. The Invincibles, where's the table? Arsenal's 2003-04 season, right. Premier League. 03-04, yeah. 03-04 FA Premier League. Christ, pre-sponsorship. What a time to be alive. League table. Right, they drew 12 games. Fuck off, right? 12 games drew. Chelsea. Bang. Where is it? I'm telling you now because I know we only lost one game. But you lost somebody. Yeah. Yes, I know. But but they didn't lose a game, yeah, Jack. Bollocks you to gotta it, give right? them that respect, mate. They didn't right. lose a game. We drew eight and lost one. We had 95 points. They had 90. We got more points than them. Oh, we didn't lose a game. We drew you fucking drew 12 of them. Alright, fucking no. Stop it. Enjoy your gold trophy. Big respect. All right. Have you got a gold trophy? <sighs> we barely have a fucking Premier League at this rate. I don't know Such when we're going to win another one. I'll probably be oh, your age. Real. I, I, I stand by it. <laughs> 95 points. Lashing out here. We win. We won more than them. We won more games than them. We drew less than them. We only fucking lost one. It's so annoying, by the way. It's we so lost. annoying that we lost one. And do you know what that game is? Go on. A Nicholas Anelka penalty and a 1 0 loss. Oh, you fuckers. Who did you lose to? I think it was City. At the Nic- it's, it's, it's City and it's a Nicholas and Elka penalty. And you're like, you fuckers. That should have been a nil-nil draw. And we, we your gold trophy won you later. Yeah, we'll have that. Fuckers. Everyone bangs on about Liverpool. About nearly points as well. You can tell about recency bias because everyone's banging on about Liverpool nearly doing it until Watford spank him. And I'm sat there going, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Anelka, that prick, before he rocked up and then helped us win a league. So he, I let it go, you know what I mean? I you don't sound like you've let it go. You, you clearly not processed it. It's not healthily. Anyway. They only scored one more goal than us, and we conceded ten less. Better season than them. You're a moaning bastard, honest to God. I mean, honestly, I don't know how good you friggin' had it. Hey, don't by the way, it. just to clarify, in the season they were invincible, you finished seventeenth, and then mm. the season we nearly went invincible, you finished fourth. So I mean, that's the greatest comeback ever. <laughs> yeah, we've. Uh... We've always been one of those teams where I had the grades always shite. It's like Allardyce is fucking nearly relegation. That, that season, season that they went, that season they were invincible. We finished 17th. Was, wasn't that what's that was the season we let Rooney go? Which you had to do, unfortunately, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. We sold Rooney, we reinvested in the squad, and we got fourth. And it was the season, it was 05, wasn't it? 0405 is when we came. 405, yeah, yeah. Um, because Liverpool won the Champions League in 2005. It's the year I met my wife. Well, the year terrible year for me. Jesus. Well, that was the year of the uh, the ghost goal as well. And if you want me to really go off on one, we should have won the Champions League that year as well because that goal never happened. So thanks for listening. Uh, before Jack, <laughs> hey, if we ever have like... and as Jamo knocking on his door, <laughs> fuck you, two meters, get the door, you little shit. <laughs> Oh, man. Honestly, I stand by it. We had a better season than the Arsenal Invincibles. And that is my I'll talk sport. You by the way, that's my talk sport clickbait of the week. Don't put it's that out on Twitter yet. Give it not now. Give it a bit of bedding in space. Yeah, but you know, yeah, but that's such a fraudulent 
idea from you because everyone and well first of all Arsenal fans always win Twitter I mean there's debates between who's the best centre-back Terry Van Dyke and Fabregas will win it so you know fuck knows what's going on there Chelsea legends by the way Chelsea legend by the way bigger than Arsenal um all their legends are actually bigger legends at Chelsea anyway Ashley Cole Fabregas and we'll end it there Petr Cech Willian David Luiz soon to be Rudiger anyway what were we even talking about? Uh, I honestly haven't got a fucking clue. It's eluded me. It's eluded me too. What a spectacular rant. Oh, well, obviously, that's... a poll that is going to be yeah, fraudulent because everyone's going to go, well, well, Chelsea didn't go invincible. So, obviously, it's Arsenal. And I go, no, 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 no. So what we'll do is we'll put it out as a factual, we'll say, you know, it's Twitter. I can't year, do, no, I got like 180 year, Arsenal achieved an invincible season. They drew eight games along the way. Or what was it? 12, 9? Who cares? And then the next one would be Chelsea won the league this year, losing (laughs) only one game and finished with more points, which was more impressive. Do you know what? Do you know what? Let's me sleep at night. We ended there on being run. Anyway. Very petty man. You usually hide it so well. I try. Guys, thanks for listening as always. New episodes every week. We're going for Mondays now. I feel like it works for us better. It's it's fallen in that way, yeah. I feel like it works better because eventually there's not going to be a game at stupid o'clock on a Sunday. And the game that we've just watched will be the last game. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. It will. thankfully, the last few weeks, this game has been a complete irrelevance. Yeah. (laughs) It's not the fucking Merseyside derby start kicking off at 10 p.m. So, Yeah. I love how you like to talk about them. Anyway, back to my outro. Yes. My outro? How rude. Our outro. Mm, carry on. Anyway, two men rambling on Twitter, two men rambling at gmail.com, both with the number two. Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud. Leave us a like, comments, subscribe, ratings, depending on which one. New episodes we're looking like every Monday. Yeah. See you, friends and family. Keep listening to yourself. Thanks very much, guys. Appreciate it. support as as always but yeah definitely share spread the news we're doing uh, we're doing some good things here we've got a few little bits irons in the fire and stuff wouldn't want anyone to miss out so yeah keep listening keep telling people but um, no good show thanks for that Jack appreciate it yeah have a good week speak to you soon (laughs) Salmon in a bit guys